a new episode of Atten- Attention Seekers. Right. That's because you are an attention seeker. That's Nick. why we <laughs> cleverly called the podcast Attention Seekers, is because we're both really want attention really want attention great and we are here episode 25 episode 25 and i am rosie and i am here today with my lovely co-host two times two times co-rapper co-rapper of with vanilla Vanilla ice yeah vanilla ice i love that story you were telling me about it nate yeah i was good i'm okay (laughs) i'm a bit jet lagged so i'm still feeling a bit tired yep yeah anyway what we're going to be talking about all this month is proposals. I love proposals. You love proposals. Yep. But don't worry. Rosie and I aren't getting married. No. <laughs> <laughs> to proposals <laughs> to each other? Weird. The proposals we're talking about are the ones that you're going to send to clients. Yeah. Uh, and w- w- we started this with all these kind of like in-depth stuff about proposals. So later in the month, we're going to s- talk about when you should send a proposal and how not to waste time how to write a kick-ass proposal and a lot of the proposal mistakes that we see. But then we were like, wait, why should you even write a proposal in the first place? Yeah. So I th- let's kick off episode 25, Rosie, by you mm-hmm. defining what you know a proposal to be. So I know that a proposal is a document or anything written really. I mean, we will see later. It can also be an email. But let's, for the sake of this, let's say that a proposal is a document that creates clarity about the kind of work that we are delivering to somebody or that somebody, of course, is delivering to us if we are the client. And a proposal we were actually discussing can either already... um, be binding as in you know it can already involve a signature and a contract or an agreement or it can just be a proposal as in i might do this i might do this exactly and these are the options and all of that so that's how i see a proposal oh you want my opinion on this yes of course always no i think you nailed it okay a proposal is really just a document that outlines the work that you're going to do for someone just so they know and you know Yep, exactly. So why should we actually have a proposal? Why should we write a proposal? That's an interesting one, I think. Because we were, you know, we were brainstorming about this before starting the recording. And I think for me the main the main point or the main issue, no, the main why of why you should write this. Um, is basically related to clarity and trust. All right. That's my. That was my main point. Clarity and trust. Clarity and trust. Exactly because of what we were saying. Tell me more, Rosie. Yeah. Well, we were saying it's a document that outlines the work. So for me, it's a way to go from that sales conversation, either on the phone or in a meeting in person. It's a way to go from that to something that is written that makes sure that all parties are very clear about what's going to happen, who's going to do what, what is the time frame, what's happening, what's happening exactly. And also, um, in a way, I also said to create trust because I think it, it also... Slow con- down there, daddy oh, oh, oh. Let's talk a bit more about clarity. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, typically listeners i'm imagining that you're going to have sales conversations of between 30 minutes to an hour it seems like a good amount of time to have a sales conversation yep. right 
a lot can happen in that conversation. And without a proposal, how is the person who you're proposing to mm-hmm. going to know that you've understood exactly what it is they're trying to do? Yeah. Fair point. So that's the first aspect of clarity. Yeah, exactly. The second aspect is there's a, a famous saying that one of my uh, very good friends, Kristen O'Connell, uh, loves to say, and that is what is said isn't necessarily heard. Ver- I love that. And that's very, very true. And I, I have been in a number of situations where we have a sales conversation and the, uh, the person seems very receptive to the information that I'm giving them. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when it comes to the proposal, they're like, oh, this is completely different, different. to what I thought it was. I was like, what? Ha- what? Why? How? Um, but, th- you know, that was more about me needing to go back and change my sales technique. Well, I don't think it's just about that. I think it's also because of sometimes the way maybe that people define or express their needs is a bit different from maybe the technical part of actually delivering a, s- delivering a service that fits that request request or need. Like I had a client at one point and she said to me that because also of the nature of her work, she was somebody that could talk a lot, endlessly really, but she said to me, for me, the problem is that whatever thing I say, I need to, rec- to record, basically, and just listen back to it. Because probably I will have a bit of a different opinion about the things that are leaving my mouth <laughs> after a while. And I think that that's what a lot of people do as well. So it's not just your sales technique or your you know, way of talking about things. And that's why you wanted to start this podcast with me is, exactly. Rosie, you just need to hear back some of the things that you said. Exactly. You're like, I wish someone would listen I to me. I just waffle. Actually, Nate, the truth is I am that client. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but it, it, is, it is something that I have experienced as well. So to have a proposal indeed, it just creates a written record in a way for whatever people are saying. That's why we will see later on, you know, what goes into a proposal as well. Um, but that's why we also talk about, for example, um, including, you know, the challenges or the exact needs and then, you know, including the results and all of that because it just creates that form of clarity that it's like, okay, this is what's happening and this it's happening, happening because... Because of this. Of this. Yeah. So it kind of justifies it and it makes it easier then to also uh, make that sale or to, you know, just come to an agreement or sign the contract, whatever the process might be, because then people are aware of it. Once you clearly lay out all of the individual services that you're providing someone. So listeners, for example, say you were to use myself or Rosie for your, I don't know, content marketing. If we say, oh, we're just going to produce you 12 written articles. What we haven't included there is the consultancy beforehand to figure out, okay, well, what? articles do you want to write what would be the best things for you to write the editing that goes into those and making sure that um the content reflects your company's brand and thirdly then is perhaps the distribution or the 
uh, finding the images to go into the article and all the fun stuff that surrounds actually producing something that's publishable. Um, but if you can lay those things out individually, that was just an example for, for our kind of business, but in your business, if you think about all those different extras that you don't mention... The if process, you, in a the way. The process, yeah. If the client doesn't know about them, they're not going to see as much value in what you do. No, exactly. So it's... And I think that that's also connected for me to then creating that trust. As in putting out and putting down paper this whole process and explaining exactly how you're going to do it and again just outlining it I think you just create that feeling of okay I'm putting for the client I'm putting my money on somebody that actually understands me that actually knows what I'm looking for and it seems to have also a process in place and you know they are actually helping me for what I need so that creates trust so when I started for example my business I wasn't really I wasn't really sure about this whole proposal thing, you know. So I was just kind of winging it, to be honest. The first couple of months, I was like, oh, well, proposal, well, well just going to go with it. And, and what I noticed is that a lot of times, despite me explaining these things over the phone, that people were like, oh, but, but wait, did you say that it was that? Or, and, and how is this method? And how are you going to get there? And what is going to happen? And for me, I think it was just me not, you know, not having that sort of experience of thinking, oh, wait, yeah, of course. I was coming from just startup world, corporate world. So I was used to people that sort of knew the process, but also other people that didn't really question it. Whereas, especially when you work with smaller uh, businesses or SMEs anyway, you always want to make sure that... You might be the, the first first one of you who they've ever hired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, you just want to help them. And that, again also helps that trust between you and the client because then they're like okay you know they are taking time to do this they are being thoughtful in a way as well like I, I had a client that said to me oh it's so thoughtful of you to just put together this proposal and just really outlining everything that you're gonna do which for me was at that point was a bit like huh like right now it's something that we just do you know it's normal to do it but I assumed that at that point for her was maybe a first or, you know, one of the few people. So that's, that's, and that's really important because when you have trust, when you have clarity, I think the whole relationship between you and your client is just going to be much better. Also, if, I don't know, most people, I don't know if most people do this, but this is what I do. If I'm trying to buy something, I will typically get like three quotes for how much something is going to be. But if someone sends me a really good proposal and then outlines exactly what they're going to do and, blah 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 and show they've listened i'm far more likely to go with them so it, it can be a really good way of standing out from from your competition as well and in a way it's also if you have already agreed on something over the phone over whatever a meeting whatever situation it is that also puts you already in that situation where you can send them already an agreement, they can sign. So everything just feels a bit quicker and faster. Well, you and hope lighter. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you hope so. But in the best case scenario, that's also, um, you know, a way to speed up the process itself. The final 
and I think best reason that you should write a proposal is because it protects you. Tell me more. When, just like you, Rosie, I when I started out, I didn't write proposals. Of course, why would you? It's a huge waste right? of time. I don't care. But unless you clearly lay out what you're going to do for someone, then you... What am I trying to say? If you don't lay out everything that you are going to do, you leave out everything that you're not going to do as well. So I would say that I was going to do a marketing content for a company and they would just ask for you know, unlimited rewrites or um, they'd be like, well we were actually wanted 20,000 words and you've only done 15 or we didn't. So you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And because there was no clear guidelines to what my responsibilities actually were. Yeah. It just meant that I was like, well, what do I do? Do I keep up with this contract? Do I just say, sorry, here's your money back, you know, tarnishing my reputation. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good point. And I think it's something that, you know, we've been there, we made this mistake. Um, but indeed, a proposal in this case can definitely uh, be a way to protect you. And it's a very valid reason. Just that alone should be enough of a reason, to be honest, to have um, a proposal in place. Because I had similar experiences. And I think it's it's just a way to not leave anything to imagination, as somebody would say. You know, you just put it all in there what you're going to do. And I also think that the more you're, you go into details, the better. It's something that, again, when I started, for first I didn't have a proposal. Then I had proposals, but they weren't clear enough. And then at one point I thought, you know what? I don't care. I need to go into the, the especially with some clients, you just really need to go into detail, but it's worth it. Because there is really no space for misunderstanding. There is no space for unhappy clients as well. So it protects you. But I think also at the same time, you kind of make sure, at least to a certain extent, that your clients can actually be happy. Yeah, and most of the situations that I've been in or seen with people complaining about other people's services, it's rarely because the other person is trying to screw them over. It's often more because the expectations weren't set and the boundaries weren't outlined yeah. when they first began. Yeah. And we will talk more about this in one of the episodes. In the later coming weeks. Yep. <laughs> so, Rosie. Yeah. It's time for a roundup. It's Roundup Rosie. Roundup Rosie. We're going to round up all the great points we've made today with Rosie. I don't know if I hate you or love you when you do that. It's very weird. You love me, obviously. Obviously. Anyway. Hey, Rosie. Yeah. Why should you write a proposal? I'm going to stop laughing. Um, okay, so reason number one we said, I'm going to actually go backwards just okay. because I want to, you know, change and shake things up. <laughs> so first of all, because they protect you. So it's a way to make sure that your client knows exactly what to expect from you and also for you just to make sure that 
they know the kind of work that you're going to deliver, how it's going to be delivered and all of that. So it puts you in a position where there is no space for misunderstanding. There is no space for, you know, confusion, just clarity. And hopefully that's going to lead to tons of happy clients and tons of good money. You know, just put it out No, it there. definitely will. Definitely. That was number one. Number two. Well, number three. Number three, right? actually, because I'm going backwards, right? Thanks for thanks for adding this fun twist. <laughs> I know. To the summary I section. I just wanted to do something different. Come the on. second reason is that it builds trust with your client. Um, trust is hugely important. When you operate a business, you need the other person to trust you. Because you need some freedom to move around. You're the expert. They're not. There's a reason why they've hired you. And what the proposal does is if you've done it properly, you will have that trust and that have that autonomy. So they're not constantly checking in on you you know, every few days being like, are you doing this? Are you doing this? And you're like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, but also, you still haven't made the sale yet. So a great proposal can add just a huge amount of trust. And like uh, we were saying earlier, be a unique selling point because maybe your competitors' proposals aren't as good as yours. Yeah. And number one, or number three, number one. That's no, number one. Number one is for clarity purposes. And what we mean by it is, of course, a proposal is meant to outline your work, but it also gives you an extra chance to outline your process and maybe even like create more clarity about the payment options or about the reasons why you know, something is included in the package or service or whatever it is that you're selling. So it just kind of helps you to make sure that your client knows exactly what to expect from you and what they're going to get out of working with you. Cool. Thanks, Rosie. Thanks to you, Nate. Uh, if they have any... I say they. If our wonderful global listeners... Yes. Have any questions about proposal writing? They can send an email to rosie at writingwithrosie.com. Cool. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, please do leave a review. Yes. Recommend this podcast to all your friends. Um, get a billboard. Yeah. Up. Share it. Share it. Put flyers out. Put flyers out. Do anything you want. Uh, bring it up at dinner parties. Yeah, send us proposals. Send us proposals. Like marriage proposals, marriage. you guys. Uh, you only want marriage proposals. Yeah, marriage proposals okay. at this point. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.